Look, we are the Reawaken America event, but look who we have. The one, the only, Barry Trump. Thank you, guys. So well, glad to have good, you good to be back. The last time we were together in Oregon. Yes, yep. we Now are. we're in Pennsylvania, so we're uh, kind of making this yeah, we're a lot thing. of fun. So yeah. got, got to ask you, about a year or so ago, we watched the, the Trump I Know documentary. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but your wife's a star in it. She did amazing. Yeah, she she brought Joy Thayer, become great friends of ours. We've had them yeah. on the show since then. But when we're watching it, Stacey's watching it, she's like... Pause that. Look at her arms. Look at her, Look at her arms. arms. You know, get arms like that. Yes, it's called uh, back-to-back CrossFit. It's about running ten miles a day and uh, and eating healthy. Other than that, you know, it's, that's uh, the secret. She's feeding the babies. She's, she's unbelievable. She's like I, I call her a female Navy Seal. She's as close to GI Jane as you get for. Uh, so, so I mean, got to ask you. So, in a head-to-head competition, who could do the most push-ups? You or Laura Trout? Who's the best push-upper in your family? She's tough. I, here's what I'll tell you. <laughs> I might win with push-ups. Don't do cardio against her. She will she will run you into the ground. Our secret service guys will learn that firsthand. Do not do cardio against Laura Trump. Like you have young 25-year-old guys who are, you know, in the peak of her life. She would be nine months pregnant and she's running and she's running him into the ground. She's incredible. So yeah, you don't want to do cardio against Laura Trump. That much I can tell you. So is he mentally and emotionally wired to be in the Trump family? Because you guys all go. Yep. Yeah. Like go, go, go. Yeah. Your dad is famous for it. You know, go, go, go. You know, in the show with news crews would be have the White House, the lights always be on early, yep. man. He's just going. Yes. I always called him the energizer bunny. The guy never stopped, all right? And it's what I commend. My whole life, I've always respected them about it. I get calls from him at five o'clock in the morning. I get calls from him at eleven o'clock at night. He just never stopped. He was always on, and the intensity at which he was always on was incredible, right? I mean, his energy levels make that of most twenty-five-year-olds look like, yeah. you know, insignificant and, and meek. He's just—he's an amazing guy. And truthfully, like what I, what I'm seeing right now in politics is actually offensive to me because you see that, and then you see right. the fact that not only are these people bad at what they do and bad at their jobs. But they don't work hard, yeah, right? It's they're bad at it. They don't do much of it. it, it no. <laughs> you might. There's a lot of people who might not be great at their job, but they really work hard and they do it with love and they do it with right. passion. They do it with fire. And, and maybe they don't get to the end result, but at least their heart's in it, right? You can say everything you will. I think Bernie Sanders is crazy as hell, <laughs> right? But at least the guy had some fire in him, yeah. right? This guy doesn't have fire in him. Kamala doesn't have any fire in him. No. There is no fire. There's no energy. There's no passion. There's no fight. No. There's no drive. And that's uh that's dangerous if you're supposed to be running, you know, the, the, the free world. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's why your dad can your dad can say something like low energy Jeb, and it sticks because yeah. he's high frequency Don. You oh. know, I mean, he like, you know, he didn't need to back it up. And as soon as he said that, nobody ever saw Jeb Bush the same again. Yeah. No way. It just fit. I mean, he is kind of low energy. <laughs> but, but to me, that kind of set the tone for the whole campaign because there's two categories of people: there's doers and there's non-doers. That's right. And your, right. your whole family, are they're all doers. Yep. They're all high frequency. You have to. You have to run hard. We've always run hard. We've always fought for what we believed in. We did with our heart. Um, we did with a lot of backbone. You know, you're seeing kind of a society right now. It, a lot of cases has backbone. A lot of cases lacks backbone. I think what you, it's why you see so much of the cancel culture that yep. we see. And it's not that people actually want cancel culture. It's, afraid, it's that people are afraid to stand up for the cancel culture because they don't want to be one of the ones who are canceled. Right. And right. it perpetuates the cycle. And yep. you have to fight. And you have to have passion. You have to do it with pride and you have to do it with love and you have to do it with vigor. And um, we don't have that in our government anymore. We, we have people who, again, career politicians who are lazy, who don't know the skill set, who aren't good at it. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very sad to see right now. You know, you come to these events. I mean, the first one I remember is Canton, Ohio. Maybe yeah. you came before uh -huh. that. But 
And I remember you made the phone call to your dad. That was the that best. Was, that was the best from stage, you know. And then he said, "Take care of my boy." Uh-huh. You know, it was like so incredible. There's an endearing real father-son yeah, thing to it. It was like for the audience to hear. Well, why do you consistently come to these on a monthly basis? You're a busy man. Why do you do that? Yeah, listen, I I love this country. I love red, white, and blue. Um, our country is going to hell. It really it is, and it, it's sad. We're losing religion. We're losing yeah. freedom. We're losing the meaning of the Constitution. We're losing our historical figures. We're losing our Second Amendment. Yeah. Um, the whole system has been weaponized. The FBI, the DOJ, the Justice Department. It's all been weaponized. There's a you know war on children in school with the indoctrination, you know, higher ed, lower ed, yep. rewriting textbooks every single day. I mean, I could go on and on. Look at the oil prices in this country. Look at inflation. Look at economy. Look at wars breaking out all over the world. I mean, I could, totally. We don't need to be doing this. Yeah. I, I would be, I would be probably in a happier, I mean, if you didn't have, but you know what? I'm doing CrossFit with Laura. We care about this nation. We care about the direction. We put our heart and soul into it. And, and then now after putting our heart and soul into it, you see all the work that he was able to accomplish that we indirectly were able to accomplish, get flushed yeah. down the toilet. And honestly, that's why we do it. It's not, believe me, there are plenty of weekends. I'd rather be home with my kids, but like I'm out there hitting the drums all the time because somebody has to have that voice. And um, you know, we're fortunate to have that voice and we're fortunate enough to have the backbone to be able to stand up to these people. As we, as we wrap up kind of last question here, you know, everybody hears the, the politics stuff a lot. We've got just little glimpses of getting to meet you in, in real life. We were yeah. behind you in a gift shop at an airport and yeah. like, Oh, he's buying nice tea. And it's always like, you're just, <laughs> you're you know, just regular people that also just happen to be in the limelight a lot, but you do regular stuff. We're two weeks from deer season. My son, Colton, you met here a minute ago where we got our leases all light out and everything. You and your brother both do a lot of stuff like that. He's quite yeah. the hunter, yep. you know, too. So so kind of back to the lower question. Who's probably the better, like, survivalist, outdoorsman? You're going to make it. No, you, you were Don Jr. It's tough, guys. It's a tough question. You know, Don's a big hunter, and I am, too. Um, I'm a big shooter. I did a lot of competitive shooting, and that's kind of been my thing my entire life, and I, I love it. I mean, you don't want to... You don't want to compete against us. We're, we're pretty good at what we do, and we love it. And, and between Don and I, I mean... You know, you ask him that question, who's better? Oh, I'm better. You ask me that question, same thing, right? And, and, and we will we will battle to the death. We will we will literally battle to the death. But no, we love the outdoors. It was a big part of our, our upbringing. Yes. Frankly, it's probably one of the reasons we are, are actually normal. Um, yeah. Guess what? We were, we were in a tree stand. We were hanging tree stands. We were bow hunting. We were regular hunting. We were up super early, right? We weren't out partying and... Yeah, cities doing drugs and you know forming bad habits and wasting away their lives. I mean, we literally we grew up with the outdoors in our blood, and we love it. And I think it's a it's a huge part of who I am today. It's funny I wear a suit almost every day, but I'm actually much more comfortable in yeah. Carhartts than I am in a suit. And most people would laugh hearing that come out of my mouth. But it's uh, you know we love the woods. Um, we love we love being in the water. We love fishing, fly fishing, everything. It's uh, like, like your dad had this reputation for you know make it show up in a limo, but he's going to be able to relate to the construction guy, yeah, the guy exactly. pouring concrete. And and that's you both. You and your brother both have that vibe. Yeah. Where it's like everybody that meets you kind of feels like you'd be fun to have a beer with, yeah. fun to go shoot pool with, you'd be fun to hang out with, you go hunt. You know those things. I think that's why America loves your family yeah. so much. Yeah, my, my father always ran in a. Yeah, somewhat elite circle because of who he was, but those were never the people he related to. Those were never the people he liked. Man, on construction sites growing up, he'd always go to the guy installing the electrical outlet. You know, yeah. Tell me about this project. How are we doing? You know, how's it going? Do you think we're ahead of schedule or are we behind schedule? 
he'd pick that guy. He would never know the 12 bosses are over in the corner and they're petrified because they know this guy's going to tell the truth. I mean, right. guy, Why are we behind? Why are we behind? Yeah, why you're behind. You know, yeah, sir, the, uh, you know, the, the, the leadership is incompetent here. We're definitely behind. He would learn everything from that guy. He would never learn anything from the guys who, you know, wore the Brioni suits and were well-dressed, right? Because those guys will tell you any line of nonsense. And I think my father really pulled that out of construction. And it, that's, it's, you know, here you have this billionaire from New York who goes to Missouri yeah. and he goes to Utah and he goes to yeah. all these places, right? And like, yeah. he's one of them. I mean, how rare is that? Yeah. Look what happened with Bloomberg, right? Bloomberg, you know, Bloomberg didn't relate to anybody outside of no. New York City or Martha's Vineyard, Martha's right? Vineyard like, you know, you outside out. of that, he was, he was absolutely lost. And my father was the exact opposite. And frankly, I think that's why you have this yeah. movement that, We've never seen a movement like this in no, political history. Yeah. From the bottom up. Look at these numbers. This is amazing to have it. And then obviously when you have your Trump events, I mean, the place goes crazy, crazy. Yeah. and people can't even get in. I should call him again today. Oh, it was the biggest good idea. That was the best I thing. I talked to some ladies earlier that got backstage passes and they were talking about you and they were in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Her favorite part was when you talked about yeah. God. All right, I might do it today. This is the perfect crowd to do it. If you love Pennsylvania, and- you know, I'm not taking this off since the election it says it says Trump 2020. Oh, you see, they're going to biodegrade or they're going to like haul us off the to the, the gulags or something. Yeah. It's like I, I, probably, I know that's the case. Probably the latter. And I, but I think before guys, biodegrades. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for what you're doing. Thank appreciate you. you. Appreciate you being here. Thank you guys. Thank appreciate you. it. Hey, Flyover family. This is David and Stacey Whited. We are at the Reawaken America event. It is incredible. And look who's behind us, Eric Trump. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be in in Washington, Idaho, the Northwest. It's our second time out in this part of the country, and the people are going crazy. They're excited. They're coming out of the woodwork because they're realizing they're not the only patriot. They're not at home, left alone, isolated by themselves. They're coming out, and they're with... 8,000 other patriots uh, at a racetrack because this is what you got to do to save America. And everybody's high-fiving each other. They're giving each other hugs. They're coming around. They are just excited to be a part of this movement that is truly making a difference. They are waking up, they're speaking up, and they are showing up. You all know that we all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. We need 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's what's happening right here with this incredible crowd. And you know, it's so important that you get together with other patriots. It's so important. That's why they isolated you, had you by yourself for two years, put a mask over you. They don't want to see your smile. They don't want you out in public. They don't want you around other patriots. But when you do, you get awakened. You get excited. you got to be here at the next one. We're going to Pennsylvania. We're going to be going to Branson, Missouri. There's only two events left. So get your tickets. Come out and see us. You have to be there. You do not want to miss it. We'd love to have you come to the meet and greet. It's going to be an incredible event. You know, during the revolution, they got together in bars and pubs. They got together every different little place they could. And they talked about what it would be like if our country was free. What would it be like to not live under a king and tyranny? You know what? That's what we need right now. Getting together, sharing good yes. ideas with each other. Then you take those back home and you get to work. That's where it starts, though. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.